Yo, man. Boom. Drops you again. I fetch you again. Boom, Miss Rusty. Maybe further. Boom, Miss Rusty. Because that likes to clip out right there when I say boom. I've gotten uh, gotten too into it now. It's hard. So I say boom really loud. And it clips out and just goes rusty. So that's what you get. So welcome to the Public Access Podcast, the p podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. And today's show is brought to you by Rolex, when Roll W just is not quite enough. And today I'm going to bring on my special guest. I'm going to bring my special guest right the fuck on because we got him right here, right now. And I'm not going to say without further ado, because I started saying that and then I found out everyone starts saying that. And then I see hear it all over. So right here, right now, Freddie Fisher, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. It is, it's Good Friday and I'm, I'm, I'm not a religious person, but the cool thing about Good Friday is that I get paid not to work. No shit. Where do you work? Uh, you know, uh, tell me what, what where you work exactly but what kind of uh place I, do you work where you get good friday off i work in a manufacturing plant that takes care of uh a lot of farming equipment okay so all right i gotcha um i build uh motors uh install them into um yeah uh you know, pretty much farm equipment w without without going any further i can't actually say, say the name so yeah, so it's kind of a kind of a specialty type type thing, but it's a lot of fun. So I got yeah, and I mean it, you know. And if you get a fucking Good Friday off, it's all right. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I there's a lot of people here um, that are, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of Catholic people here in Connecticut, and so there's yeah a lot of people doing stuff today. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It means yeah. It's not like so. I, I used to live in uh, in Utah, and they had a. It was crazy. There's a, a day that they have that's like a holiday that they all get off there called Pioneer Day. It's uh, which is crazy. There's some extra holiday, and they all get paid time off that day from the state. And um, yeah, that that's a whole different story of fucking days off so you got the day off and you're mm -hmm. like well fucking podcast you don't so you don't usually work you don't podcast during the day you podcast at night right we normally podcast on uh saturdays or sundays we're on youtube live so that's uh and one of the cool things about youtube too is that we if you're commenting on the show uh when, when the show's live we will read your comments out uh, and sometimes if if we don't if we really don't have a vote or don't care about who, who wins, we'll go ahead and take your vote from from the comments and let um, you guys vote for us. It's like, oh, hey, uh, Sarah's in comments here. She's saying blah 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 blah. Uh, you know what? I don't really have a preference here. I'm just gonna go ahead go ahead and go with Sarah on this one, and uh, the Dark Knight moves on, type thing. Okay. So, so can they like fucking? Uh... Can they pay you and shit on YouTube or is that I if don't they want or is that uh, different things? I, I don't know how YouTube works. I think you have to have a certain amount of amount of uh, subscribers. Okay. But because we yeah. don't we, we don't have a lot of a lot of subscribers. We just got on YouTube a couple about probably 10 episodes ago or so, and we're up in the oh, okay. 
70s now so cool okay yeah yeah so there's this guy uh copper cab who uh you uh so there was i don't know how fucking long ago maybe like 15 years ago there was a video um gingers have souls uh where there's a kid who like uh and then south park made fun of him. he's this you know kid i don't know but anyway um you know 15 years later dude like this kid like it's pretty great he uh He's really good at, you know, has a certain character he likes to to go with. But, um, you know, he like lets people get get him like really pissed off or, you know, like his character really pissed off. And do they keep on fucking giving him money to like do fucking, you know, something like, you know, play some loud, you know, fucking audio clip or something like. But he's just sitting there fucking raking in the dough, dude. It's it's funny shit. Um, I give him fucking some credit. I did see on one podcast though, or some interview he was doing, that uh, that he's a big Andy Kaufman fan, and he was talking about his character. And then I was like, okay, that makes mm -hmm. so much more sense about how he fucking does this shit. And you know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, are, are buying a hook, line, sinker. I don't know if they're in on it too, but I mean, it's just like. Yeah, he fucking knows how to bring him in and fucking put asses in seats, I guess, from some video he made 15 years ago that just fucking, I don't know, man. Internet's a weird fucking place, dude. It's a really weird fucking place. You got you got people are coming in. They're fucking, so who, who are these people? Are you getting like random people that are trolling you or anything like that? Or you got people just like Not more really. your, your friends, uh, like people that come across it? The majority of the people that, that come in are, are either previous guests of, of, of the show. We have, we have different guests each, uh, each week uh, and they just, they were on the show once. They love the show. Uh, we are, uh, we, we're talking off recording about there's, we've had, we have a, a different guest each show and we're up like 70 some, someone so far. And some of them are more than one guest per show too. So it's not uh, the thing is uh, we had one person that didn't want to come back and to do a show twice, because uh, I've I've guessed on, on on a bunch of shows. There's shows that's like just not my thing, top like that. I mean, I'll I'll go on, I'll be nice, I'll I'll be be like conversational and everything else. But it unless there's something really really deeper into it for me, yeah. I probably won't be back multiple times. We've had guests come back multiple times that are not associated with the show whatsoever because just because they had a they had a ball at the time. So and we're. Yeah. We actually, we're looking for, um, we had two bastards, which is, which, which is what, what we are. We're, uh, uh, bracket bastards. Two of us leave recently, one due to health issues and one due to, due to family issues. So they just, they couldn't do the show anymore. So we are looking for two more people to do it, which is, which is really nice. Cause then we get to, um, branch out a little bit more, which is, which is a, a lot of fun, but. Uh, you guys all in the, oh go ahead most of the people in comments are just friend, friends of the show and they they have podcasts themselves too so if if i recognize the name and who it is uh yeah i will i'll not only take your vote or read your comments like that i'll also shout out your show 
Because okay. I, as an independent podcaster, because we're not we're not sponsored or anything. We're just we're just there to have fun, and that's what it is. Right. Which is really cool because we don't have to worry about what kind of language we use. Because yep. we don't have to worry about sponsors. So, so you ever get in trouble with YouTube? No. For saying uh, shit. Our our show has a uh, uh, seventeen rating. Okay, but you which, can still say shit that they're going to give oh, you strikes and fucking close your account, which I learned. As long as we don't use copyrighted material, yeah, which I've gotten flagged once on. We were doing a doing a some kind of a ninety. I'm pretty sure it was ninety '90s music episode, and uh, we had short like really short clips like it was like 10, uh, 10 seconds long of the thing i was always told as long as it's un under 30 seconds it's not that big of a deal but oh, shit. Um, 30 seconds yeah, is a long time it is a long time but it's not considered copywriting if it's if it's under 30 seconds well we got one flag off of that and we've never had music since then yeah okay that's not too bad man um i would i would like to be on youtube more i just there's only some of my episodes that go up on YouTube because some of them end up uh, like we've got strikes and taken down for talking about uh, the 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 shutdown uh, of the whole that whole thing. We ended up talking about it. And um, yeah, anytime we talk about that, dude, it got taken down right away. And um, sometimes it was a little later, but they'd, they'd all eventually get taken down. Um, and yeah, get strikes, get fucking whatever. And there's a three strikes. It's like, well, you can go two and a half. It's like fucking getting in trouble with your, you know, your parents or something like one, two, uh, two and a half. But, you know, <laughs> I never got the two and a half or anything, man. It was always just like, you better fucking do it. Um, but I don't know, man. It's uh it's a weird fucking thing that you can not say some things, um, but not here, man, because this one, if we do, we'll probably still be on YouTube. If we do say something about it, then I'll just put it where everything else is. You, you can hear this fucking thing on Rumble TV or fucking iHeartRadio or wherever else you fucking get your podcasts. Um but probably not YouTube. This episode maybe. This episode might be on YouTube. We won't we won't deep dive into the the shutdown or anything of that nature. Anything else very controversial. Some stuff sort of controversial. Maybe we're not going to go full controversial today. Maybe we will. But that's what this podcast is about. And so so what ended up being the top of the the 90s music uh bracket. Oh shit. Um it was a while back. So forgive me for time i'm pretty sure it was smooth my um santana Hello, santana okay yeah uh interesting oh, a lot of these brackets like um we did a uh celebrity hall pass episode for okay. one one for male and one uh, one for female and the female episode christina ricci won so it, it, as you can tell by by that result, a lot of a lot of these results are not they're not they're not any kind of scientific. A lot of I tell people is like if you come in and you vote, um, you can vote for whatever reason you want to vote. If you want to vote just to piss somebody off, you're more than welcome to. 
like we're not gonna sure. banish you because you're because you're not thinking with with your head you're just thinking just to just to be a bastard i guess right and that's the yeah. name yeah that's the name so we're it's it's fun we're, we do fun things just just for shits and giggles it's not it's not anything time oh, scientific the smooth song though it it, it it was a good win we just had one um it it aired last week so i, I can share this result we were doing movie spoofs uh, and uh, which would be stuff like <clears throat> uh, Naked Gun, uh, Meet the Spartans, uh, a whole bunch of Mel Brooks movies, and a Scream. whole bunch of other stuff. I didn't put Scream in there because it's not really a spoof; it's more of a more of a redo. It's close to it. Uh, scary Movie though was there. Okay, but stuff like All that. Right. Anyway, Spaceballs won that one. Spaceballs fucking. Yeah, and that that was one of those results that you kind of you you kind of seen it coming. Yeah, but it, it's it deserves to win type thing. So yeah, I mean, Spaceballs is, I mean, it still fucking holds up, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many times I fucking watch it. I didn't see Star Wars until four four or five years ago, I think. That's the first time I watched Star Wars in my life. I saw Spaceballs probably like 60, 70 times, I bet. I have some um, Star Wars fans in my life. I can't stand Star Wars. The only thing yeah. Star Wars I like is is like The Mandalorian, because that's because I'm a fan of Westerns. So okay. there, there's that. And I tell them, the only good Star Wars movie out there, period, yeah. is Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you want to oh. count it, the family Guy's version of blue of uh blue harvest okay yeah so, yeah so they're like are you are you like, into oh, you anything about well, well they're they're like oh you don't know anything about star wars i'm like yeah i know a lot about star wars i just don't like star wars yeah i mean <laughs> through pop culture enough and i'm someone who doesn't know a lot of pop culture man like i i know fucking Pretty much everything there is to know about Star Wars before I even and Spaceballs. Watching Spaceballs enough, I know enough about Star Wars to you know fucking understand whatever about it. But yeah, I just wasn't fucking that into it. I I liked I don't know. I liked Empire Strikes Back when I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and then I liked I actually liked the newer movies. I fucking was into them, which I never would have thought. Uh, I would have been, but then the rest, it was just like, take it or fucking leave it. I didn't, it wasn't, I, it wasn't drawing me in either way, but to be fair, when I fucking watched space or not space balls, all the star, the first star Wars movies, I was, uh, it was right after I got a surgery. So I was on fucking all kinds of painkillers and shit. So what can you do? And yeah, but, um, so so I think I'm signed up to do an episode. I'm pretty sure I'm signed up to an episode. I don't know if we confirmed it or not. I don't think we have confirmed it yet because I, I don't think any of the um, any of the topics that we have for the next couple months we're down your down your lane yet. But there's, okay, That's... Uh, there's a couple of wrestling ones coming up. Like around SummerSlam, we're doing uh, um. WWE finishers and tag teams. So it's going to be a 32 of, of each. Okay. 
All right. So. I could. Yeah. I could, I could probably tell you a thing or two about that. Uh, so you, you had told me earlier you're, you're into wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so what, what was it that brought you in? What'd you see uh, when you're like, I got to watch this now? We were f- flipping through channels one day back in like 93, back when, when Raw started. And I was seven at that point. So that okay. kind of kind of ages me a little bit, but they uh it, it was just it was it was a fun show. And then once the entire raw versus sorry, uh WBF versus uh WCW thing happened and you quite literally kept pushing the back button yeah. on the remote just so like when, when like uh commercials hit. That it was absolutely fascinating to me. Uh I, and I was a lifelong fan at that point. And then like the mid, mid two thousands happened and yeah. up to about, there's, there's about a 10 year stretch where nothing really good happened, but I was still there. So I was still there watching it. There's some good memories in that too. Uh, it just, it just started getting really good in the last nine months. Especially as with far this entire, as what? Well, as far as, as far as I, I'm, I'm a bigger storyline fan than I am of the actual wrestling. Sure. Because it's the wrestling will be getting getting standard lately. So it's just if you you have to go big. And the only only issue with that is that the bigger you go, you're you're gonna hit a ceiling eventually. So uh they can only go so far. Right. Uh, the story, yeah, storyline breaking yourself. Yeah, just like freaking Shane McMahon did did this last weekend. Right, uh, but oh, the, the storylines though are, are are something completely different. This entire Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens storyline with 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 the bloodline has been fantastic. It's sure. been one of the best storylines in ten years. Yeah, because I mean, there's that long history of it, and uh, I was I was talking with a buddy. Um, on a podcast here a few weeks ago about that um about that one and he started training with uh uh with like natalia and uh um what's his name uh like davy boy smith's kid Mm -hmm. davy boy jr and uh fucking teddy hart was the was the the trainer there and he we were talking about that like and that was you know 20 some years ago like if he was going to go back and do like one last thing you know be able to have someone be able to do that thing like where you have that long feud like if i went and started a feud with someone that i you know started training with like that's it's fucking cool to be able to go back and you know there's they've always been at a high enough level where they have all that footage too that they can go back and get because yeah i don't know what's going to happen with the final thing of it but i yeah i mean i think that's been the best few that's been going on the it's been entertaining has a good story good payoff of mania um and yeah and there's still there's still plenty to the story so mm-hmm. i'm not exactly sure about this um roman reigns winning winning at mania uh was a little 50 50 on it uh, i i don't a lot of people were were extremely extremely ticked off when when uh, Cody Rose lost. Yeah, and 
because it, it was a perfect storyline for it. And they're just getting getting sick and tired of Roman and everything else. And I don't. Uh, if if Triple H is still in charge, I would yeah. like to see where it goes. If Vince McMahon is in charge, which is what what they're saying, I don't really have high hopes for it. So I mean, I. I don't think Vince went anywhere. I think Vince has always at least been on, been in his ear. Um, I don't know, dude. And plus, once I was talking about this on another podcast. I guess once fucking the Usos lost, um, there wasn't really any need for Cody to win because I mean the whole point of that storyline is there's fucking. You know, trouble in the bloodline, and with having, with having the Usos lo- losing, I mean that that you know break because usually when there's a breakdown in um, in a faction, it's usually once they've all held the titles together at one point, and then some of them start losing titles. Is when it starts to usually uh, get to the part where they, there's the big breakup, but. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have really made much sense once that happened. There wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't have really given. I don't know. It wouldn't really, really have helped anyone had Cody won. I guess would be the only reason why I wouldn't do. It. I mean, you can you can book Cody to win it here sometime this year, but um, like last year at Mania when it happened, I I was thinking it was going to be, you know, like as soon as Cody stepped out and made his debut i said he's gonna fucking win rumble and win mania and win the belt then in a year and i don't know i was close but you know i didn't i don't know i i was and i like cody a lot i i've loved what he's done and um i don't know it's fucking it's hard man it's hard to go through storylines sometimes but there's always a payoff there's always a payoff and there's a reason for the payoff. And I think it'll be something bigger because I mean, yeah, I mean, Roman's been champ for a couple of years, at least. And that's 900 and about 950 days now, actually. Okay. So yeah, cl- coming up on three years, which is yeah. hasn't happened for a long fucking time. It's someone's been champ for three years in a row. He's the, the longest modern day champion and he is like the fourth longest of all time okay yeah but then again bruno san martino was champ for like seven eight years so yeah at least yeah and what you gonna do man it's fucking you know i don't know i mean they've really been able to get roman if i yeah like uh who i guess it was yeah the cody segment on raw talking about or maybe it was something else about how you know it took however long it took you know i don't know what he said fucking six years of them pushing uh roman down her throats and then he's only been over for the last you know two or three or whatever and i mean yeah i don't know it took him a while to get over but i think he's pretty over now um I don't know. I was never really into Roman. I didn't really care either way, but I mean, now and then having Heyman, dude, is just going to fucking help you no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I better say what I what, what I wanted to see if I was in in the, the booking chair because Roman uh, hearsay is wanting to take like a really long vacation because yeah cause, uh, and that's public knowledge. Uh, what I would have done instead of during that match, I would have had uh, when the when when the match started, Roman come comes down has the entire entire bloodline like the entire bloodline being uh uh, uh kishi the samoans and all, all of them on on the stage watching and then yeah. throughout the match um have them have like one really bad thing happen like Ro- roman cheats or something like that for some reason and each time he does have another member or tag team in that group turn their back on him literally turn their back on him on the stage so they're not not <laughs> actually watching it and then right around the time Cody's going to win, have the rock come out, but have it, have the camera uh, poised on Rikishi's face. So you don't actually see, see the rock come out. You just hear the crowd going absolutely nuts. And then you have the camera pan out to see the rock. Uh, Roman looks back to see what the entire sound problem is let's have to see the 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 entire bloodline with 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 exception of of the rock turned around gets um gets distracted cody hits a cody cutter or or uh something of of the like and wins so you you think it would have to be some sort of you don't think cody could just do it clean or you you think it would you know it needed to be some some extra thing this, that, uh, that, sort that, of. that would be clean though because you're not it's not a distraction finish because n- nobody's actually coming down down to the ring oh, uh, but aren't they no they're not they're 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 up on stage watching it which is perfectly fine because they're not actually in, interfering in the match but i so, thought you said like rock was coming down towards the ring no 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 rock uh with um on the stage the only thing that you see with with that camera being there is is like Rikishi's face, and then when it pans out, the Rock is standing behind him, which would be such a a major oh my god moment for the, of the Rock coming back. Well, not 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 the Rock coming back, but the Rock just just not coming back to uh, to wrestle because we know that's not going to happen. The guy makes makes like a billion dollars a year. WE is not going to pay that, which I don't blame them. Yeah, it's uh, and with him wrestling, it has a higher chance of him getting hurt, which is going to screw up his entire uh, his entire film career and future movies. So the insurance rates would be like through the roof and everything else. And personally, I don't want to see The Rock wrestle again. I don't. I would love to see him as like a figurehead, like a mafia don type thing the ones that doesn't get his hands wet but is still there to call the shots and roman's sitting there like oh i'm the i'm the like i i really don't say big dog because he's not using that persona anymore but he's not he he thinks he's a head honcho and then like the real head honcho comes out so i don't know i I, so the the rock would come back to say he's the head honcho yeah it'd be pretty much just just to prove roman's a uh uh, figurehead anything else okay and 
so then what do you do then i mean what what's the, where's the story go after that or is it just wrap up is that the end well, of the story no it, um it would go to solo being the only really member in the bloodline anymore because with this you would have um the entire family members go go back with the family solo being the one who has stood by roman the longest um currently because you already have dissension within within the bloodline with uh uh jimmy and jay so you have solo right. when when like the u.s championship or i wouldn't mind seeing him beat gunther to be honest seeing who beat gunther solo oh okay yeah for the, what for the ic championship for, well for what reason because and then when roman is 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 off on this entire entire vacation he's doing solo is getting all all this all this love because he's a, a fighting champion that like he's there all the time defending his, his belt the entire crowd loves solo by this point which wouldn't really be that hard to do you're not exactly turning him baby face he's kind of more of a more of a john moxley character where he's a heel but but the crowd loves him because he's more of an anti-hero type thing okay roman comes back is super jealous because he he expects when he comes back to everything like he's going to go up grab the title everything else he can't win the title for whatever reason because because the only person in his corner now would be solo and solo's got his own stuff going on so yeah. um paul Heyman is off doing his his thing even pro probably with with solo because solo can't can't really talk that well he's, he's not good on on the mic so you have this entire entire like dissension between solo and roman because solo's the head honcho now because he has the belt and roman doesn't and you have an entire storyline with them and then where does jimmy and jay fall in if uh if they have to choose sides between roman or solo so i mean you don't think that they chose sides already i mean i don't know because uh because they keep saying family and everything uh, uh family's number one and we, we we do it for the family but if the entire bloodline turned their back on roman and roman was supposed to be the head honcho are they doing it for loyalty because of what the family says or are they doing it for whatever cousin that they like more okay because and roman has been giving them giving them all crap for the last year uh, yeah. do this do this you're you're not really worthy are you sure that that you're a bloodline material gaslighting them the entire time so if they see that and solo has been there holding the name up higher than roman is because roman left with his tail tucked in between his legs which you can still do this storyline i would wait until SummerSlam, but uh on, on the entire bigger stage but and then have roman come back at like rumble so he's got like four months off and everything else but have have them torn between solo and roman is it for roma's ego or the bloodline legacy because solo has a legacy right now would would be at that point so but what about cody 
what's Cody doing during all this? Like if Cody's champion, what was what's Cody's so, story then? Uh I would have Cody go go as go against Gunther. For what what's what would bring Gunther in? Because Gunther was would not be the uh entire intercontinental champion anymore. So and yeah. the, the next the next logical step in that because because the entire IC title has been known as the workhorse title. Right. And so you just be having Cody go in to be the uh like a transitional champion to put no put on I, Gunther. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I mean he would still he he he'd have a longer feud with Gunther because it'd be switching the bloodline to to like Imperium. So he would still be facing off a, off a whole bunch of different people and still playing that entire entire underdog storyline. So so when do you how long would it be until you drop it to Gunther? I mean for Mania I would, like I would probably go to Mania actually. So okay it, it, so what match do you have at this uh, backlash after C Cody wins the title? I mean what what do you do with that if he was a champion? Where do, who does he wrestle at backlash? I would probably go with Zayn actually. Because uh, Cody pretty much told Zayn at um, not not at Rumble, but between Rumble and or no, right right before Chamber, that that he would much rather face face Zayn than Roman. Yeah, but aren't Zayn and KO doing the entire the tag title team runs, champions? Yeah, title, which, so then. Which would be perfectly See, fine. You you can you can go for the entire second belt, and the second belt would would actually test the test the loyalty and the entire friendship. I mean, it, it wouldn't be broken because that'd be too much of a hard story to tell yet. But it would test the friendship between Sammy and Kevin, which has so already you, been having problems anyway. So, so you wouldn't have Kevin and Sammy do a title defense uh, at backlash no uh maybe like the the week before or something like that but uh, I, I would have it i would have it done prior but have kevin not kevin in sammy's co corner but kevin supporting this decision because yeah Sam, because he has publicly stated that uh sammy zane is is probably the best professional wrestler that that he has ever seen like multiple times. So having his friend go up for a championship that, that Kevin has already won and being yeah. supportive, like uh, Kofi and, and Wood did, did with E. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's one of those things is like, if, if Zayn wins the championship, they're still both winners with that because they had their friendship. So but, then you just have Cody be the champion for a month? No, it'd be uh, if say uh, Cody wouldn't win because Cody still have to face Cody still have to face Gunther down the down the line at next year's Mania. So it'd be like a year long story. See so Cody being champion for a year and then losing year, it yeah. in a year. Yep. And it'd be clean too. It'd be, it'd be completely clean. Um, have have Imperium. 
have a long feud with Sammy and Kevin as well, going going about that time. So you would have Sammy and Kevin take out take out Imperium when when like Imperium tries to interfere in the championship match, but still have um, Gunther just beat Cody, not like as as a major beat down beat down but of course then again the entire ic championship matches last weekend that was a beat down that was that was an all hands out war and it was absolutely great so cody's underdog spirit versus a beast of what gunther is i think that match yeah. would be fantastic so i mean would cody still be the underdog after being the champ for a year well yeah because because he's still facing these he, he he's not facing a single person the majority of the year. He's facing entire factions. Okay. So it'd be like a nine month ish storyline ish with with like Imperium, who have proved their worth multiple times. And he, so that, even with that, you can still bring bring up factions from like from like NXT and have uh what is it the uh uh schism come up there too and have a nice little sideways match in there in there too somewhere as well so there's multiple factions that can go against cody and he just he he goes through all of them eventually until mania and then gunther just just beats them hopefully he'll have a better finisher than the powerbomb but you don't think the powerbomb's a good finisher I think it's overused. Shit, man. You ever fucking take the match? Yes, 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 I have. Yeah, those things are, <laughs> uh, they don't, they don't fucking tickle, man. No, they don't. Honestly, it's, it's, been, a, it's, it's, it's been overused to the point that it's like, it's not, it's not a finisher anymore. It's like a setup move. Like a super kick? Yeah. A super I mean, kick I, I mean, and shit. Been kicked in the face too. That, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah, no, a lot of people have been kicked in the face and don't know that fucking what it feels like. And I think a lot of people that are fucking kicking, doing super kicks, maybe, oh yeah, probably haven't been. I mean, I'm sure they got kicked in the face, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a, you know, it's, yeah, it's a transition move now. Powerbomb, yeah, usually is a long two count move. Mm -hmm. Um and same with the super kick it's yeah it's not protected anymore so yeah i mean yeah i mean so I mean, what do you do to make a power bomb better to make it i mean or is it just go with a completely new move i mean i would go with a completely new move personally i would go go with some kind of submission because there's 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 nothing pinning somebody is is a way to go out but if you make somebody submit there's no no way of actually getting back from that because you, you have people like no 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 he didn't just pin you he he made you made you give up that title unless they do the fucking they fucking pass out which they yeah. do which happens too often now mm -hmm. I fucking I it's not uh, not everyone is that strong not everyone is they they just they pass out from the pain they don't actually tap i mean if you do it every once in a while like every five ten years sure but 
I feel it's at least two or three times a year I'm seeing it. It's like, well, yeah. yeah so Liv Morgan of... did it did it most recently when she lost the title against Charlotte. Yeah. That's I don't know. I don't remember I, anybody I, else. So. Well, yeah, I don't know. So do you do you watch any uh anything else besides WWE or you watch uh I I pay attention. Like I I don't watch them because but I do pay attention to like like what is it AEW Ring of Honor every once in a while. I prefer the old Ring of Honor rather than the entire new one. What what's um, what do you like or dislike about it? it it's it's gonna sound weird considering considering I'm a fan of WWE, but but Ring of Honor when it first started was more of like an underground ground type thing uh more fan service more there's a whole bunch of other stuff to it now that it's now is bought and is more of like a more like a <laughs> nxt version it's not it's, it's just not the same anymore okay. there, there, there's a completely different vibe to it so so okay do you, do you go back and watch old stuff at all ever? When I get a chance, which I, I don't I don't normally get a chance because I'm 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 working on the show. Um yeah. or again I I have a full time job. So and kids. I have a four year old or almost four year old who uh, kinda has control on the TV. Okay. So yeah. Uh, what are you when you have watching then? either working on on my phone or which right now i'm going back to watch uh back in the late 90s early 2000s there was a show called the pretender okay what's uh, that it was on on nbc um it's on prime now but uh pretty much the entire premise of the show is that there's a a little kid was stolen from his parents and this little kid's a genius like his his in, in, intelligence is off the charts, but he was stolen as, as a child and used for used for his intelligence to do a whole bunch of sims and stuff like that until he was uh, about thirty years old and then he broke out. But but he doesn't know who he is. So, uh, sorry, my wife was calling me. Um, doesn't know doesn't know a whole bunch of stuff about about his past doesn't know where where his his parents are if his parents are are alive of uh, any other family members out there and since he didn't have a childhood he uh didn't have the ability to go to experience all these things like like eating ice cream or jello stuff like that that, that a majority of us would take take for granted now a day he's 30 years old and he's ex experienced ice cream for the first time and snow he's exper experiencing snow for the first time and a whole bunch of other stuff uh sex uh didn't 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 even know what sex was until until his 30s so so then uh okay so then that that's what you're you're into now it's, it's just going back and watching old old episodes I, I was a fan of it when i was a kid what was it about it that made you a fan about it? My grandmother, when she when she was she was still alive, she was a fan of the show. 
this is back when like the show Jag was on and and like Walker Texas Ranger and a whole bunch of other stuff. So back when TV was actually halfway decent. And um, what about TV makes what's not halfway decent about TV now? It's just there, there's a couple of good good shows out there, but a majority of it there's just so much out there that. Uh, having having fewer selections kind of made you have to invest into the project so sure if you if you don't have to invest in the project anymore you can half-ass it and nobody's going to nobody's going to care nobody's going to complain about it because there's so many more options out there you're just like well i don't really want to watch it i'll go go watch something else and then you have you so do. many streaming services now that the shows really don't matter. It's the people who, who buy the streaming service, and then you have, uh, you have a whole bunch, of, a whole bunch of subscribers, and you have a show like that on there that a lot of people's not really going to watch, but they're still going to buy the service because of a show because of a different show show that's on there. So it's more about quantity than quality now. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're still having to pay for all these shows to be made. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there, there's a, a lot to what's going on with all that shit. Um, and I mean, there's there's some there's some good ones in there if you, you look hard enough. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's it seems like everyone has a fucking Netflix show, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know, everyone has a show now. And um, yeah, not all of them are good. It's fucking, there's a lot of bullshit and a lot of it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's, there's not a lot of stuff that like, you know, blows me away. Like, this is fucking cool. I'm glad they're doing this, but uh, maybe they're just older or some shit. And then, well, there, you know, going... but I say, there's a couple shows out there that I absolutely love. There's a show, a show called Holy Moly. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic. They crossed the a mini golf, putt -putt golf one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. There's a show on. Uh, I it's on Peacock, so that would be NBC. Called uh, uh, Fire Country. That's pretty good. Uh, Survivor is, is still is still good even after twenty years, yeah. twenty plus years. It's forty season forty five or something like that now. It's still it's, it's still good. I say I have shows that I that I I try to watch watch when I can. Quantum Leap has been getting really really intriguing too. The new ones, yeah. So um, is it still what's his name in it? Uh, Scott Bakula or is it someone different? No, he. Uh, that that's a really sad part about that though too is that he's he's mentioned in the show but he's mentioned just for the fact that they're trying to get get the new person who's kind of playing an updated version of his of his character because when the show when when the show ended when the original quantum leaf ended he was lost forever and oh. now they're now they're rebooting the program like the entire quantum leap program and uh, so you have a new leaper okay so, all right um so yeah uh 
So with that, then, I mean, like, where where you find your? She's flipping through shit until you find something that looks interesting, or what? What are you doing? What's what's your your method I'm, there? I'm very bad about judging a book by its cover. How so? Uh, like if if you don't have a very good thumbnail for your show, I'm probably not gonna click on it unless it's unless it's somebody that I that I legitimately recognize. Um, uh, the show Traders. Which What's that? It's a um. You ever play the game Mafia as a kid? Nope. Okay, Mafia is pretty much it's a um, sleepover game where you have like three people in the entire mafia killing people, but you don't know who those people are. And then, uh, so you have a group of like 10. Um, the mafia gets to, gets, to, gets to kill a person and uh, kill a person. And- uh, Wait, what, what was the air quotes for? Because there's, there's a whole bunch of school violence and stuff going on. It's like, I'm, I'm, it's like they're not actually killing them. They're just, they're, they're playing around. Um, the mafia gets to get rid of a person, gets to eliminate a person from the game. And then the, the, the mafia, who the people don't know who the, who the mafia is, uh, with the rest of the group, gets to decide, gets to vote out one of their own. So by the, by the end of the game, if, if one of the mafia is still left, left in the game, has not been voted out yet, uh, mafia wins. If the rest of the people get all three mafia members out by the end of the game, they win. Okay. So, so like Survivor? Kind of, but it's it's it, it, to the point that that nobody knows, with the exception of of those those three people, who who the actual mafia is. Okay, I get you. So, I get what you're saying. So, so then, uh, then are you playing video games then, or is that something else? I, I don't a lot of. I'm on my phone. I, I play. I'm, I'm. I'm getting old. I play solitaire. Okay. Uh, just, just a pastime. The only reason why is because in the break room where I work, like there's no cell service in there. It's a, it's yeah. a storm shelter. Uh, so I can't play play games on my phone that that require me to sign into anything because no service. Right. Uh, my son has a Switch and a PS4, so every once in a while we'll we'll play games on that, but it's it's rare. Like, it, it really is rare. I just got 2K22 uh, a couple weeks ago, and I have I'm yet yet to play it. Um, what what do you make a character or do you play as someone what what's I, your style there i just play as somebody yeah uh, the last video game console that i played is played a lot was was the, the nintendo 64 okay so and that that goes back a while and the the controls on the 64 are completely different than the than the controls on like the <laughs> uh playstation systems PlayStation systems has what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, so, nine buttons, a control pad, and two two joysticks. Yeah. Kind of like that. 
um yeah it's uh yeah the, the whole fucking thing with man it's crazy uh if you like you ever see videos of people asking kids to pick up a nintendo 64 controller it's fucking wild dude like just seeing how they're doing it. like you know it's one of those things uh with you know having them do a rotary phone or um you know putting a you know what what to do with the cassette tape mm -hmm. um yeah okay so like some of this shit was weird to me so there was uh so like if you're doing a uh, a hand signal for calling someone like if you're going to call someone what's the hand signal you do entire yeah your phone yeah yeah so now now it's this it's like a, a flat hand like you're like you're holding your phone like yeah like this. No. and then there's also one uh what do you do when you're like you're taking a picture of someone like what what would be the hand signal the entire yeah. that yeah yeah now it's now it's this now it's fucking weird man it's uh there was a third one i'm i'm blanking on it but those two i just i always think about it and it's uh it's wild, man. It's not that long ago that we were doing that shit. Um, but you know, um, yeah. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, if you ever fucking come across it, look how people fucking hold an Nintendo sixty four controllers. Uh yeah. There's right? a game show that involves that too. It's called called Generation Gap. Oh. Yeah, they well, take uh, they take grand grandparents and um grandkids and they they have to uh answer questions from each generation and stuff like that so okay so yeah it's kind of the same thing that was with that um yeah it's, it's funny it's funny getting to hear some of that shit or you know yeah people doing that and it's like oh god so fucking easy but then you know, if I was that age, I don't fuck. I don't think I'd have any clue how to do any of that or what, what that is, or uh, you know that, uh, you know, call it calling a hashtag, a pound sign, or a fucking, you know, things like that, dude. It's fucking, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And eh, it's probably gonna get weirder. Uh, what you got there, man? Uh, crush grape. Crush grape, man hot dog yeah it's, just, uh, it's one of, one of the few uh drinks that i i like that has has real real sugar in it instead of that uh corn syrup stuff yeah this, there's I, a big it, it's a little soon for me in the day to to to, to be drinking drinking so I'm, I'm not i'm not adding to it but i have some uh screwball upstairs it, it, it is uh peanut butter whiskey oh uh that is the one of the sponsors of the kill tony show you ever you ever watch that mm -mm. Uh, or listen to it it's on uh it's on youtube they do the episodes and and it's a podcast um uh it's like a panel of like three or four people and they're all comedians and they bring someone like everyone in the audience signs up and they get a minute basically to come up and do a stand-up set in front of a crowd and see how the crowd and then and then they just you know kind of riff with 
the person who's up there and shit on them or you know give them give them props but um yeah that's spot that's how i know screwball how's peanut butter whiskey uh it's a great additive especially for like your uh grape soda strawberry soda stuff like that because it makes it taste like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich okay yeah, wow just, yeah i know it's absolutely fun it's a the fun, fantastic thing to do, but uh, no, buddy of mine on on the show actually. Uh, I I don't drink a lot, like it's very very rare for me. Like, we'll, we've had a twelve pack of um, mics in the fridge for two months. Okay. So, like every once in a while, when I either I've had a really good day or a really bad day, I'll go grab one, and half the time I don't finish it. So. But I'll I'll drink three of these a day, which I'm pretty sure is not really helping helping any kind of blood sugar. But yeah, <laughs> I, hey, I always tell people it, it, it's like I'm gonna when I die, I'm gonna die fat and happy. Just there you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Long long as you're enjoying it, man. <laughs> but uh, no, he, uh, he he was drinking on 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 the show one day and I, I i'm i'm notorious that i will try anything well within reason uh i was gonna say man i bet i can think of some things you don't you won't yeah, try i mean with with within reason i will as far as drinks go because i i've it was like oh you need to try this certain wine and stuff like that and i've i never find anything that i actually like uh smirnoff had this uh cranberry stuff that was really good around christmas time uh, especially if you added it to uh just bright it was fantastic but that got discontinued because it was one of those holiday specials uh screwball is like I, I, i'll buy a bottle of that every six months and it's like 30 bucks oh shit okay so it's not i mean that's what a dollar fifty or a month or something or I can't remember one of those anyway. Um, a lot less thing. That's like one time going to the bar for a couple. Yeah. Of, that's like a couple of drinks to the bar. Yeah, but <laughs> granted, uh, I, I'm also known for not drinking when I go to the bar too. What uh, do you do at the bar? I, I um like went to the bar last weekend because i was wanting to watch mania with a friend of mine but they they didn't did, didn't have it i had a uh bottle of strawberry uh um, strawberry welches there they had it in the glass containers yeah um there's a there was a bar called the uh, billy jacks here in town it, it, it's since gone but i would go go there to watch jeopardy after work with a bunch a bunch of the older guys and uh smart smart freaking people on that thing and i i would just try to keep up i would order a glass of milk that they would use for um white russians yeah and they would also have some chocolate chocolate syrup for their uh crap their mudslides and i would just have a glass of, a hot glass of chocolate milk so Shit. and then, then you have people and they're coming getting off of work because the uh, factory that I, I work at first shift ends at like 2.30. So you had people get, getting off of work on a, on a Friday going straight and to that's the bar. They, or else they, they go to the it. dentist. 
then you have a um uh i wouldn't call me a kid i was i was in my 20s at that point but you have this young man at the bar drinking drinking chocolate milk watching something halfway to akin to like educational tv wrestling no jeopardy oh jeopardy okay wait jeopardy's on at 2 30 uh it's on at like on like three three thirty four o'clock but where are you i'm in iowa okay because i was gonna say uh when i was in minnesota it was on at i think three thirty, and um it was three thirty or four mm-hmm uh, I was just talking about it last night. I watched Jeopardy every day, and uh, yeah, it was cool because I I have my sister in law lives back on the on the West Coast, so you know, like I'd be watching it. I'd like know everything that's done at you know one thirty their time. They get it on. It turns on at seven their time, so like I get it like five and a half hours before they get to watch it, but. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. Jeopardy. I I was hesitant about the new stuff since Alex died, but Ken Ken's coming into his own. Ken's getting to fucking start ripping on people, and it's not quite as subtle as Alex was. Alex was really good at fucking because it's Canadian. Canadians are down with that. They do that a lot. Uh, but um, yeah, Ken's getting good at it. And so where in Iowa are you? I was I was this close to fucking buying a place in like north central Iowa. I was going to buy a, a house there and a big uh, commercial space, but I ended up moving. I'm in uh, southeast central, I guess, uh, in the Pella area. Uh, okay. I've never heard of- crap ever heard of Pella windows at all yeah 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 this is where they're made okay um, you have you have Pella windows Vermeer is here um uh it's a big Dutch town so you have a, a whole, whole bunch of other windmills like big big ass windmills are here it's a really really pretty town about 10,000 people 12 if if uh the college is is in session uh, and every May, the second weekend of May, this town blooms from about 10,000 people to about 120,000 people. Like tulips or some shit? Yeah, there's, there's a big, big tulip festival. And like, you, you have hotels up in Des Moines, which is about a 45-minute drive from us, uh, that are booked because of tulip time. And they book it like a year year in advance too so it's not like it it's just it, it's it's crazy yeah dude man i i was fucking cool man i i liked it a lot um and i never thought that i never would be like oh man i fucking because yeah I, I was i was living in up by minneapolis for a while uh, i was living in bloomington which is like where the airport and the the mall is and shit mm-hmm. and then and then i was living in austin uh, where Hormel is, and they made, or there's the Spam Museum. I lived like a five minute walk from the Spam Museum, which was interesting. 
um, do, but it was a fucking cool museum and it was free. And uh, like, yeah, dude, like half the town works for him. It's uh, it was cool, man. But Iowa, man, Iowa didn't fucking change at all in the like. I moved in 2021 um, from there. And so, like, yeah, when once the beginning of the fucking uh, the shutdown happened, Iowa didn't fucking change at all. Iowa nope. was exactly the same business as usual. And it was like a, you know, 15 minute drive to get into Iowa. So I just fucking, I was on Iowa all the fucking time, man. Uh, yeah, you know, went down to Waterloo a few times. You ever go to Waterloo? I I'm there every once in a while. I I the last time I was up there, I was performing a wedding. Um, okay. What do you mean performing? I was I was the wedding officiant. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, the preacher dude. I guess is what a lot of people would call him too. You um, got a. Uh, are you a minister from the Universal Life Church? Yes, uh, and I mean, I Iowa. Well. Is, let's say Iowa is one of the few states that has. Um, it's a separation of church and state, so you don't have to have a an actual. I, I say, even though I have that, I don't have to. Um, yeah. As long as long as I'm over the age, over, over the age of eighteen, which I can legally sign for stuff at that point, uh, I am able to perform a wedding. That's what I tell people too. Is like because I, I I don't charge a lot for it. Yeah, I charge a hundred dollars for the for the, That's the service. A steal. It it really is. But I tell people it's like, dude, I I've been married. I'm I'm married now actually. Um, but I've gone through the entire wedding process. I know how expensive that is. My wife's shoes that she wore once, yeah, for like fifteen minutes are are like a hundred and hundred and fifty bucks. Shit for That's, shoes. Yeah, That's even I'm on serious. the fucking cheaper side too i know so i'm sitting there going it's like if i range my services about about a hundred dollars it's 130 if it's if it's outside of a 30 mile radius yeah of home but that's just to cover fuel that is yeah that's that's just the thing um if if i have to if they want a rehearsal where where i have to stay over uh it is customary to pay for uh pay for lodging as well sure but yeah. still, I mean, if you if you range all of that up, I'm staying at the hotel for two nights. Let's say hundred dollars a night plus two hundred plus my service is a hundred and hundred thirty. So that's three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. That's at the high level. That's that's if everything is done. Yeah, um, that's a I've been, I. <laughs> I've been offered there. There's just there's just one day where I I I had a wedding here in town actually, which doesn't happen very often. But I had a wedding here in town. The the groom, the bride, and the bride's dad got completely blitzed. Each each Shit. of them each of them tipped me tipped me anywhere between a hundred hundred to two hundred dollars a piece. Oh okay. And well, like, it's good. I, you didn't have to say one of them already did it. Like. Well, yeah, and I, I, well, no, I, I did. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, it's, it's, it's not, not necessary. I've been paid. That's a big a deal. He's like, ah, just take it. Blah blah blah. We're, we're all having a good time. I think I made like 600 bucks on, on, on that one gig, and it was. I always tell people too. The reason I, I got into that is because I have some friends, friends of mine, say I live in a church-ish town. It's a very liberal town. Don't get me wrong, but it's a very churchy town. 
I had a uh, lesbian couples of mine that wanted to get married, but no church in town would would do it at the time. This is back in back in 2015, so back before gay marriage got got legalized across the board here here in the state. Um, so I I told him I was, it's like you know what I can look look this up real quick. I'm pretty sure I could do it. And I looked it up, and five minutes later I, I was I, I was I was ordained to the, the life church. About a week later I found out I didn't need to do that, but uh, I am a, I I can perform weddings in all all 50 states now because of that. Um, but it, it was just one of the things they they ended up not getting married, but. Um, I, I ended up, I've performed 30, between 30 and 40 of them so far. Holy shit. Yeah. I think my, I think my favorite one was, uh, I performed a wedding at, at the same bar I was talking about before. There was, there was a couple that were getting married like a week later, but they were out, out just, just kind of having a good time. And I was sitting there watching TV and I was, I was, I was talking to a couple and she was super worried about it, about uh, about going through with it and not really going through that she wanted to get married but um the entire entire pomp and circumstance of it and i go you know what you want to have like a little mock wedding like right now type type thing and we had and the, the groom was there bride was there we had an entire not a big crowd but probably about 30 people ish um and i was friends with the bartender so she let me behind the bar and I, I performed the wedding right there with, with, in the bar. And I was talking to the groom later on. I go, I go and I, I explained the situation about what, what she told me about just the entire pomp and circumstance of it. I go, you know, I, I told him, like, I am ordained. So if you had the paperwork, we can just go ahead and take care of this right now. And, and that would take a little bit of leave off, <laughs> off of your shoulders and, and her, her shoulders, especially. And, like we're already and, done yeah that, that's what they did they they did they they did end up having the the church wedding too the entire farm circumstances but they had a nice little fun fun story they they i i've gotten i've gotten people who who i've talked to this about too who know the couple it's like you know they still talk about getting married in a bar yeah it is a bar that they didn't frequent very often so they, they didn't know me i didn't know them it was just a a fun little thing to do. Um, I had a uh, nightmare before Christmas wedding where I got to I got to dress up as Sandy Claus. That was fun. Shit! Did you have the uh, outfit already? Yeah, uh, I, I did the entire. I, I've I've lost weight since then, but I did the entire Santa Claus thing for for my kids and the neighborhood kids and stuff like that. I would sneak around at at, at night on like Christmas Eve. And then their their parents would would take like uh, pictures and stuff from from their windows of like Santa walking around, and oh. so so the kids would 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 believe a little bit more. You still have the entire reindeer thing, like, well, wh where's the reindeer at? Blah blah blah. And so there's that, but it, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I I enjoy doing stupid shit like that. It's I, I believe kids should be allowed to be kids as long as possible. Yeah, why not? Once you say once you're not a kid anymore, you're just not a kid anymore. I have a I have a sign above my back door upstairs that says, um, "Growing growing old is mandatory, 
uh, growing growing up is optional? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't really have to if you don't need to. I mean, it's 2023. You don't got to do shit. <laughs> Uh, dude, I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta fucking do whatever, man. And like, it's not really necessary to, and if you want to dress up like Santa Claus, you can dress up like Santa Claus, man. You can fucking dress up like Santa Claus and whatever the fuck you want and do. Uh, are you, are you a bigger guy? Is that like, no, I'm, or... I'm not, I'm, I'm not really big anymore. I'm about, I'm. Six foot, two twenty. Oh, okay. All so, right. Because I was gonna say you don't look like like I was mm. like you just have like a smaller head, or you like really. But I I don't know. I I was gonna say you don't look like you're that like a a big fucking no I'm, I'm, Santa I'm not, Santa type guy. No, I I I was at one point like I I lost a whole bunch. I I lost like sixty. I think the final total was like sixty eight pounds at one time, which kind of pissed me off because I I wanted to get that one that one extra pound in to 69 just, just so i can go it's like yeah I, I lost 69 pounds and then wait a couple yeah. seconds i go nice <laughs> and you didn't get to do that no i i just it just kind of stopped i, I couldn't get past um i think i got down to like one 180 at one point and um i'm like you know what it's, it's getting to a point that it's really getting getting unhealthy yeah and then i started gaining muscle mass and i'm like well like I it can't can't get beyond that point. So I always tell people it's like as far as weight goes, as long as you as long as you feel feel good, feel healthy, stuff like that. Don't worry about this entire BMI chart because according according to a BMI chart, I should be I should be about 180 185 pounds. Yeah, dude. Uh, fucking BMI charts, dude. I'm fucking overweight. Yeah. Everybody is like I. Yeah, it's a fucking great sales, you know, and marketing shit. It's getting get you get you for something, especially when you're in a doctor's office and you're like, dude, you're fucking overweight. And it's like, well, let's see, I got all these fucking pills and you know uh, shit like that. You got they got you, and yeah, I mean, as long as you feel good, you're fine, dude. You're fine. Don't you know? I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV, so. So as long as I have six six friends that can carry my weight, I'm good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. So it's I mean, yeah. So I got uh I I actually I went to like a, a where was that town? Um there was a town somewhere I went to. I think it was in Western, but where else did I go? I went, yeah, I went, so I went to Waterloo. I went to the the Gable uh, Hall of Fame there. You've been to that? Ah, uh, so it's a wrestling Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got some pro wrestling and some collegiate shit, but there's some cool shit in there, man. I went there a couple times. If uh, you ever end up in fucking Waterloo, dude. Um, there and then uh, do you go? And then I went to the place where the that plane crash that happened the uh, the, the buddy the holly the, yeah a buddy i i i keep wanting to say riverside but that doesn't sound right um i think riverside was the one where uh captain kirk was born okay 
uh, well, in the storyline, uh, Captain Kirk was born. In Iowa? Um, yeah. Uh, Radar, Radar O'Reilly, if you're a fan of the show MASH, he's from from Iowa as well. Not okay. not the person himself, but the, 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 the actual character. He's from, from Ottumwa, Iowa. Okay. Uh, Roseanne is from here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Seth, Seth Rollins, John Wayne, Wyatt Earp, um, uh, Brandon Roth is from, uh, I keep, I want to say Altoona, no, from Norwalk because um, uh, the guy, uh, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa and Brandon Roth were actually on the same soccer team. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. In fucking so, Iowa, man. Um uh dude where's my car uh ashton kutcher yeah (laughs) ashton kutcher was one of my drama teachers students um, oh okay back when she when she first started so i met him he's a good dude um met seth rollins i've i haven't met brandon roth yet but it's i mean don't get me wrong, Iowa is not a small state, but there's not a lot of people here. So you just, yeah. you, you run into people at odd times. Um, and then again, yeah. being a huge wrestling fan too, like I, 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 I've met, um, met a whole bunch of different wrestlers too that has come, <laughs> come to the state, like pr- previous one. I met a uh, million dollar man, <laughs> uh, Ted DiBiase last year. I get to meet Kurt Angle this year. That should be fun. Are they doing local shows? Yep. Um, there is a, the CEW uh, out of Oskaloosa, uh, which is about ni- 19, 20 minutes away from me. So. Okay. And I, yeah. And I don't know about up, I, up there, but we, we don't really say miles away. We just say drive time. Yeah, because things are kind of sp- spread out. So, uh, getting from from one end of the town to the other here in Pell is about like a five minute drive. Okay, yeah, that's. So. I I swear everything around that area was either fifteen five minutes, fifteen minutes, or fifty five minutes. Most everything. I went to that area. It seemed like it was that it would be like okay, that's how far it is to get there. Um, you ever go to the Field of Dreams park? I've been there. I've I've been there once. Um, I'm not a huge what baseball time? fan though. What time um, of the year was it? Oh, it was it, it was uh, it was in the spring. Like the the baseball season just started. We were up there for a drama event uh, near Dryersville, and um, okay, we just happened to my my uh one of the people in my in my group one of the uh adults in the group was a huge huge baseball fan and some of us were were performing that day and some of us weren't i just happened to be one that wasn't wasn't performing that day it was like hey do you want to go to blah 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 and like a whole like about 10 of us went and checked it out and i'm going it's like well i mean i I might not ever have this chance again so that's kind of what i thought like yeah yeah, may as well go. And I went in the spring. So, I mean, it, it's a lot different when you don't see the corn. Uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's just a, the, the corn kind of makes it. It's 
it's just just a ball field in the middle of nowhere at that point. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a good movie though. Yeah. So wait, what kind of drama were you doing? What were you doing for drama? Uh, I was in high school at that point. We were doing, I think we were doing a one act play. It was a modern version of Shakespeare, but we were doing it, um, do it, doing it in like a redneck style type, type thing. Yeah. Uh, which granted doesn't really age well. Yeah, well, what does, <laughs> it man? Doesn't. It it didn't age well. It was a, it was a lot of fun though. I'm a uh, I'm a three star three star thespian now. Uh, What's that mean? Uh, every hundred hours that you serve doing stage work uh, in your like high school career, because you because you, from my understanding, you cannot cannot become a thespian outside of high school. Uh, it, it has to be, has to be during that time. So I spent like 400 hours cause I got, I, I, I got my thespian status and then every hundred hours after that, now granted, I did spend a lot more time than 300 hours, The 300 was just the one that was, that was actually calculated because yeah. nobody really kept decent records while, while they were there. So, so did you do anything since high school? No, um, I don't have time. They're doing doing Music Man here here in town in in a couple of weeks. And I I seriously thought about doing it, but between my son's track stuff, uh, work scheduling, uh, having a four year old in the house, my wife's job, a whole bunch of us, and and the podcast going on, it's not something that I could fit in as far yeah. as time wise go. Um, so, what would you play in that play? What or what was your character? I, I can't I can't remember to be honest. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he was the prince because I didn't have a lot of lines. Um, yeah. And the prince, if if you remember Romeo Romeo and Juliet, the prince is more of a more of an outside character. But so, some of his lines are rather important because they set up the storyline. So I was there, right. but it, it was I was more of like the the person that really didn't didn't do anything just got the credit in the end. So, and so, what made you take drama classes? I was in a military class at the time. Uh, the only reason why is because I didn't want to take gym. And why didn't you got, want to take gym? It's it just I'm not a really physical person. I'm still not a okay. physical person. It's probably why I, I I gained so much weight at that point. But, um, but. If you're in the military class, you didn't didn't have to take take gym, but you still had a kind of a, a physical part once a week. Gym you had had every every other day, so you either had it two days a week or or three days a week, depending on what what week it was. Wow. So I'm like, you know what? I'd much rather do something physical one day a week than up to three days a week. Yeah, so I took the took the military class instead. Um, my sophomore year. I got for for some reason that class was like the very first one, and we just got a new new teacher for that class, and he was super super boring, like to the point that I was falling falling asleep in class. Oh, okay. And I uh, it was like two weeks into the end of the year. I grabbed, and I, I was 
falling asleep in class. So I grabbed grabbed my book, my the only textbook I, I have for the class, which we we pretty much rented out out from the class. We had to return it at the end of the year. Um, grabbed my book, my bag, and everything else. Grabbed the book that I had for the class. I put it on the teacher's teacher's desk while he was sitting there talking, and went to walk out. Of course, he stopped me. He's like, "What? Where are you going?" I looked him straight in the face. I was super tired at this point. Didn't know what I was saying. And apparently I went, you have no right to bore me this way. Oh, you said that to a teacher. Out. Yes. Okay. I was, again, I was super, like, I was exhausted. Like I couldn't, there was no, there was no tack in that whatsoever. Kids, the kids in the class heard it, burst out laughing, made, made him look like an ass, which he was. Sure. And um, anyway, he got really, really mad. Grab me, grab me by the collar. This is back in the day where you can actually when you do, can that. do that. You can. Yeah, grab, nah, grab nah, me by the collar. Be rich. Pretty much drug me up like three. Sorry, no two. Uh, two strikes of two flights of stairs to the principal's office. Read me the riot act in front of the the, the principal and everything else. Principal just sat there and nodded the entire time and kind of gave me these stern looks and everything else. And, and I, and I didn't, didn't deny anything about it. And, um, and my teacher left and, and, and my principal looked in that, looked him, looked, looked me straight in the face. I'm like, <laughs> he goes, that guy's a douchebag. Nice. Now, I, I do have to say this, my, my parents and him are friends. So I, pretty much grew up with a guy he knows that that i'm i'm not going to say anything that's this is a long time ago he's he's since retired so it's not going to affect his his career at all but um and the teacher's dead so it's not going to affect him at all either right but he uh he looked me straight in the face and he's like that that guy's a that guy's a douchebag and uh apparently to find out that i'm not the only one who has made that that complaint there's been there's been other people because we the the teacher before was a lower rank than he was the military so the higher ranked officer is the one that that took over the class right only problem is is that just because you're you're an officer just because you're you're higher rank doesn't mean you're a better teacher this right, guy yeah. oh, god terrible wait over it was yeah it was super funny looking back on it but um since it was too far in since it was more than two weeks into the school year i couldn't just jump 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 into gym i couldn't do anything else so i had a study hall first period which also made me end up graduating late because yeah. since since that since the uh, military class was was in was an elective course i couldn't make it up during like summer school Okay, so, but um, got a little longer. Yeah, it, it was uh my second senior year was or sorry my super senior year as they call it was a, a lot more fun because I, I just kind of hung out. I took took yearbook, uh, theater one and theater two that year, and that's pre pretty much it, just for just for fun classes to do. And um, but that since since I was in study hall, I was talking to with a fr friend of mine who was doing sound for the show 12 Angry Men, which is still one of my favorite movies of, of all time. 
I think it's ranked at number five or six on the on the what is it IMD movie list currently as like top top ranked movies of of or all time. Have you ever seen the movie Jury Duty? I I haven't, but um, it's a Polly Shore movie. If if I yep, remember right, yeah. that's what the movie is. The movie's Twelve Angry Men. But kind of a kind of a spoof off of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a spoof of the it's it's the same same exact story. It's just uh, like the spoof version of Twelve Angry Men. It's called Jury Duty. But yeah, same same exact premise, same exact story. Everything's totally the same. Um, it's just Polly Shore as uh, the main character. So for um, one of our shows, uh, I. We 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 do cr- crossover episodes with with different shows every, every once in a while, and one of the ones that we're continually to do is a um, is c- called the recasting call, uh, done with uh, a show called uh, crap evening evening of the movies. Okay. And um, what we do is that we we recast old old movies, and the first one that we did was of course Twelve Angry Men. But we did it with like modern day people. I can't remember off, off the top of my head who I chose, but and that paper is long gone. But yeah, it was a it was a fun show. Uh, we did when Harry met Sally as well, and we were supposed to do the movie Friday, but but my uh, co-host got got really sick, so we we had to we had to postpone that. But we do it like once a month. The next Friday or the Friday after next. Yeah. Uh, but and um, to be honest, I'm actually kind of glad we skipped that one because I'm I was sitting there racking my brain to see who who in modern day times I, I would cast for people. I you just put in fucking his putting this kid, putting Ice Cube's kid and Chris Tucker. I, I don't know, man. I don't fuck it. And see, that's the thing though, but it, it takes a, a lot of thought to go and and it's it's not only that, you gotta figure out who who plays well off of the other person and and how you think the chemistry would go and a whole bunch of other stuff it, it's a it's an intriguing it's one of those things like we're not saying this movie should be remade and we're not asking for it to be made we're just it's a simple uh brainstorming of of something that could be if if it was made today instead of made 20 years ago so then what was it that you're like, I want to make a podcast or was it your friend that came up to you or who, what, why, why'd you go into podcasting? <laughs> uh, Bracket Bass was, was actually all me. I have a Facebook group called, uh, called Bracketology where we have two polls going up, going up every single day. Currently is, currently it's a Hollywood nice list, uh, which has, it's made a lot of people mad. Uh, I ironically enough, cause like one of the, one we had the other day, we had um, Robin Williams versus Betty White. Yeah. You said Hollywood nice list? Yep, nice. Okay. It's like the nicest people in Hollywood because there's a lot of things yeah. out there. Uh, the other one is sex songs, which I'm, I haven't been getting a lot of play off that one, but with the entire nice list one, I've been getting a lot of, a lot of comments and stuff like that. It's like how, yeah. how this choice is impossible and well, that's uh, good. Stick with that one. I think it's. St- I think keep, today keep that one going. I think today, as we record, it is Snoop Dogg versus uh, Paul Walker. Okay. 
So, uh, and I think I'm pretty sure Snoop Snoop Dogg's winning that one, but I'm not. I'm honestly not for certain. I, I haven't I haven't checked it this morning. So, but but that that so, started that entire page started is going well and everything else. And you know what? A lot of these conversations would be fun to have have in general just like between battles between you have a you have a five minute conversation about just betty white versus rob rob williams and then you add you take a take a five minute conversation for 31 matchups that's uh what 150 minutes two and a half hours yeah that's two and a half hour show yeah. Yeah. Which our our shows range I think our shortest show ever a uh, full bracket was 55 minutes and our longest one was just shy of 3 hours. Oh shit. Okay. So, and that was a that was a wrestling one. That that's one that I I tell people is like, if we ever do a wrestling show, we're going to keep it cuz we we either have 3, 5 or 7 people on the panel. Cool. Um, okay. And so the the wrestling ones we have to keep it at five or below yeah because if not it just it runs runs forever it really does sure so. yeah i fucking easy too um okay and then uh so well, then what with your so then you just got you got two of your friends you said they're doing it but you said then two friends dropped out is that right yeah. well currently so we have just you right now Currently, we have five people total. There's myself, myself and Harvey. He's a he was he's been there from the start. Uh, well, at least since I, I, I started casting. Uh, Q and his wife is in it too. And then we have one of my friends by the name of Jamie there as well, and she's she's the fifth person. Uh, a man by the name of Chancy, and a woman by the name of Shanna is the one that that dropped off. Um, great people. I, I have nothing against them whatsoever. I wish them their best. They come back and guest for us every once in a while. Yeah. So that's not a bad deal then. No. Yeah. Uh, Chancy uh, has his own podcast called uh, Maniacal, Maniacal Music Musings, which is a lot of fun. It's hard Wait. to say. Why have I? Why have I heard that? You probably have. He's out there a lot. Chancy Griffith well, is, is the guy's name. God, I feel like I. Okay, maybe did I have him on my podcast? I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know anymore, I, man. There's so um, many guns here. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's one, of, and the other one is Shanna, and he uh, she. She has a podcast called um, Crime Rewind, where they take uh, cold cases and try to bring 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 a little bit more light to them and uh, stuff like that. So they're both good good shows in in their own right. Completely different from back, uh, Bracket Bastards, which is which is really good because we try to try to branch out in as many diff different ways as we can because we know we know it's, it's di different strokes for different folks and yeah. one thing one thing somebody's going to like the other person is not going to like and we respect that so yeah, a little bit of everything man um, well yeah 
the other the, the only other person on the podcast that, that actually have a show would be Harvey. And his is his is actually really cool. It's called um, uh, "Men Are the Prize," okay. and it's it, it's a mental health podcast. Um, uh, that's good. Men are not known for talking about what's going on, what's going on with with them, feelings wise and emotionals and stuff like that. What what their story is, you always sure. hear guys guys go, "Oh, oh, I'm fine." Which is a lie. No, it's, no like, it's like a woman saying, I'm fine. Anyone says, I'm fine, is fucking lying. Yes. You guys, everyone who's listening, if you say you're fine, you're lying. You know it. Just, and I, we, we, I we tell people too, it's like, if somebody, if somebody honestly asked you how you're doing, especially if you have a, you have a spouse that asks you how you're doing, be honest. Cause, yeah. They may, they may not, they may not, they may not have a solution for you. But a lot of the times, just vocalizing what is going through your head has the unique ability to put it all into into frame. Yeah, well, and women don't want to hear a solution. They want they want to feel that they're they're heard. And men men are used to giving solutions to problems. Like if you if, you know they say they're they're having a problem. Uh, you know, the first thing I think is, how can I fix this? Uh, whereas, no. whereas with uh, when a man, when a man tells, you know, just for to make it easy, like a woman uh, that, you know, there's something going on. The man's probably thinking like, oh, well, it'd be nice if you could help me brainstorm how to fucking get out of this as opposed to just going, OK, hey, I'm I, I get what you're saying. I'm here for you. I hear you. Um, but you know, there's all kinds of different shit. That's just sort of what I've gathered over over the years. I'm not I'm not a professional per se, but um, you know, there's you got you got to be fucking yeah. Just talk talking about it. However you're talking about it is all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. Easy to fucking hold it in. But um, speaking of holding in, I got to pee. <laughs> uh, but, so um yeah so okay so people here uh and i i got this fucking list from all these people that have been on um so your podcast is the bracket bastards podcast mm-hmm. and that can be found anywhere and it's also on youtube mm-hmm. um and then so on the facebook page it's bracket bastards but the s is a money sign yeah podcast on facebook and you can also find you on facebook at freddie fisher f-r-e-d-d-i-e fisher uh twitter the bastard they warned you about in instagram can't no apostrophe underscore lick underscore me uh and then yeah so people can get a hold of you there and that that's uh what they can do they can find you in an alley and follow you for a block or two and if they want to do that too is there a good alley to that you hang out at <laughs> well i mean if, you, if you're gonna stalk me if you're gonna stalk me stop and say hi like I, I i'm one of these people that i can talk to talk to pretty much anybody about anything and have fun doing it so 
So what do you do when someone, someone comes up to you and they're walking on the street and they say, hey, what's up? Where, where do you go? What, what, what happens? What, what do you say? What do you do? Well, it depends. Is it, is it a simple sup and leave or is, or is it like you're passing people in the street? And because the majority of the time, if people say, what's up? They don't really want to know. They're just saying hi type thing. They're making an acknowledgement. So let's say, yeah. uh, probably I'm not going to say, hey, do you, do you have any crack? Um, <laughs> but sometimes, but you know, like someone asked you like, hey, you know, where's, where's the grocery store or something? Do you stop and talk to them for a bit? Or are you giving them like, here it is it's right there. It's around the corner. What, uh, what happens? Well, I mean, I, I give them directions. If, if I'm not really in a big, big hurry anywhere, I might actually walk them at least to where they can see it. Yeah. Um, but I, and I think that might be just like a Midwestern thing where like we have stuff to do, but we're not ever in a hurry to do it. So we got all my, uh, my wife absolutely hates this, but like I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a 15 minute conversation in the middle of Walmart. I will, yeah. however, move off. So, so I'm not standing, standing in the middle of the lane. Cause that, that irritates the piss out of me when people do that. Like they'll, they're going down two two different sides of the lane. And yeah. Sit there and talk for 15 minutes. So with their cart. Yeah, with their carts in the middle of the way, and you, you don't really want to say excuse me because you don't want to be rude. So right, they just fucking kick the cart and you break on through. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, um, so you just kind of stand there and just. I always tell people if if it's that big of a deal, just kind of um, raise your cart up a little bit and put the the wheels back down, which will make a noise. Yeah, which will hopefully alert them. Just like and they're like, oh, oh, I'm I'm so sorry, type thing. So no. what, what prompts you to stop? Are you stopping and talking to people or are people stopping and talking to you? It, both. <laughs> I, I've, I, I've had people stop and talk to me. I've had people, I, I was at a, I was getting my tires changed a couple of weeks ago uh, on the, the Ford outside. And I had a, uh, what, a, a another part of uh, uh, Bracket Bastards that we have is that with every guest that we have, at least the majority of them, we have something called called Bastards Backstage, where I, I have a list of 25 or, or so questions that range between silly to, to completely serious. And uh, we, we just kind of have a conversation that way. But I was talking to her. I haven't seen her in a couple of years. We used to work together. And then, I, but I was working on, working on, on, on the podcast and I was talking to her. So we went down through, I think all but three of the questions. Oh. Just having a conversation. Okay. So, yeah. And they're not, they're not difficult questions. Like uh, I have one, this is, um, if you could join, a, join any fictional family, that means join and not replace somebody. What family would you want it to be and why? And What's your answer? Uh, probably the Taylors from Are Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Yeah. Well, so how would you fit in? Uh, yesterday we were talking about JTT for some reason. Uh, so uh, that's funny. Uh, where where would you fit into that family? I have no idea, but I I, I think it'd be fun because I, I would I'd be out there 
talking to Wilson a lot. Uh, yeah. Especially on, on like today's age. Uh, uh, I'd be in there. I don't like working on cars, but I, I like the premise of working on cars because you, okay. you have such a, such a meticulous type thing that you have to work on from start to finish. And then you get the entire thing done. And there's so many things that the outsider doesn't see, but you can, you knowing that, that you did the entire thing on, on how much work you put into it and everything else, you get a lot more, more, uh, love from it, from your own actions and sense of accomplishment and everything else. Uh, what is it that draws you to Wilson or a Wilson type character? I love, I love having conversations with like the, like a generation, like two two generations past me. So like a grand grandparent, yeah, like a grandfather type type person. Because you get, you, my my father, uh, not. Not my father, my not my father personally, but um, but fathers in general have a tendency to take what they learned from their grandparents and kind of f- f- filter it through their own vision of things. Such so as you, so, well, what I'm, you, you would get a get a watered down version of the lesson that they learned in childhood. So if you go to the if you go to not only your father, but your grandfather as well, if you have that ability, if your grandfather is still alive and is coherent enough to actually answer your questions, uh, you have the ability to, to learn the lesson that, that your grandfather was trying to teach your dad. And you can still go to your dad to learn what, what he took from that. So you have two different, two different ways of learning the same lesson on and and why why that actual lesson is there uh i i also have a tendency to believe that that your past helps affect your future so if you can learn from your parents mistakes and your grandparents mistakes and any of the older people that you know then you're going to have a step ahead of what they had and you'll have a step ahead of the people that aren't aren't doing that so So. i mean so do you think that you know everyone's kind of wilson like or are some people wilson like and some people not is someone (laughs) going to give you advice that sucks or yeah and and that's but it's good to listen just in case because you may you may be, be able to, to listen to the advice. You don't have to take the advice, but it's good to listen to the advice because every, every lie has a kernel of truth to it. It may sure. not be a big one, but you can still learn that kernel of truth and throw away the rest of it. Yeah. And move on. It's like, well, that, like I probably wouldn't have done what you would have done, even though it worked out for you. I would have done this instead. But I'm glad to know what what you did work worked out for you. That way, I have another another option just in case if my plan doesn't work out. So, what lesson then was the one that you learned that changed your life the most? 
And who'd you hear that from? My drama teacher, which is still one of my favorite people in the world, um, she told me one. She told me one day the most important to the most important person to impress is yourself. That so if you if you think that um, which is this is this is how I, I took it at least. If you work at like an eighty percent level and you know you're at like an eighty percent level, yeah, try to go go for like a ninety percent level because you're you're going you're gonna you're gonna impress yourself as long as you're as long as you gain a little bit you're going to impress yourself and you're going once you impress yourself you're going to improve more so it's always right. pushing that pushing that that boundaries if you're always trying to impress your boss or impress your dad or something like that there's going to be certain limits that, that that they have for you right that they never thought you'd get to yes so if you're always trying to impress yourself on what what you can do, what you can learn, what you can accomplish, your your goals are going to be set at your speed. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Freddie, fucking good meeting you, man. Fucking glad we got to to chat it up and uh, you know give give the people listening cool story cool thing to hear man good cool points of view so um yeah dude thank you i appreciate that and yeah thanks everyone for listening out there uh studio audience over here um back over here. you can't see them but they're all there and uh yeah dude thank thanks man fucking like subscribe share do the same for for freddie and yeah, dude. That's it, man. We, yeah. So, I don't know, man. You, you good? I'm good. You good? Cool. You're good. All right. That's fucking a, man. Uh, you guys. That is the show, man.